Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. The registers keep ringing. Happy holidays to it's the holiday season. It's the holiday season. Amazon Prime is really new in. You'll buy anything just for free shipping. When the Amazon packages get to your box, you'll be running out of credit TikTok. You'll be running out of credit TikTok. It's the holiday season. It's the holiday season. Lil' those toys for every good bride and bad little boy. Sales receipts will make you feel sick. Cause you're running out of credit tactic. Cause you're running out of credit tactic. You'll have a big red mark on your credit report. And lots of late and overdrawn fees. So leave a big booby trap for the debt collector chap or just hang them from your Christmas tree. It's the holiday season. It's the holiday season. So, oh, no, no, and my, my, my. And don't forget to draw your damn eyes, cause on Christmas Eve, by 12 o'clock, you're done running out of credit TikTok. You've done run out of credit TikTok. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. The registers keep ringing. Happy holidays to you. Thank you, everybody. Uh, big hand for our lead singer, Julia Tilly. Thanks for coming out. We are the Not Ready for Drive Time players, and this is our 16th year of doing live shows at local restaurants and brew pubs. And I want to give a big thank you to Center Street Grill for hosting us once again for the third year in a row. Uh, if anybody wants to know what our show is like, uh, we try to do this like old-fashioned radio shows from past where our actors read straight from script and we have sound effects and so forth, but we do a more modern take on things. Uh, some people refer to us as having our roots in uh, Saturday Night Live and Monty Python and Fireside Theater, but I think maybe you'll find out our roots are more in cesspool. So, <laughs> <laughs> you can judge for yourself, but uh, if you want to pretend that it is like an old-fashioned radio show, you can close your eyes and just enjoy it tonight. Uh, Thanks for your donations too. This year our charity is Enzo Wellness. It's a nonprofit organization that provides creative well-being in Harrisburg and the surrounding areas with programs like individual counseling, animal assistant counseling, and walk and talk sessions for anxiety and depression. So we're happy to support them. And uh, we've been trying out a new feature here for about two years. And uh, when you hear this, this sounder, Blast from the past. <laughs> that means we're bringing out one of our old uh, skits and dusting it off and trying it out again. So listen to that tonight. Um, we'll have an intermission, attend an intermission later on. Uh, before we start, make sure your cell phones and electronic devices are turned off. And special note, no doppelgangers, tap dancers, or stuffed snowmen were harmed during tonight's show. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for coming out. Mr. Williams? Mr. Williams, are you in there? 
Yes, yes, of course, kid. Hey, you can call me Andy. Oh, shucks. You are sure a nice guy, Mr. Williams. Oh, I mean Andy. Just wanted to let you know you're on in ten minutes. Hey, thanks, kid. Have my special guests arrived? I think so, though I've only seen four out of the five Osmond brothers so far. Well, as long as it's not Donnie who's missing, we're good. If Donnie's AWOL, then we're fucked. Oh, God. <laughs> Did Andy Williams just use the F word? Sorry, kid. I'll return to Mr. Mr. All-American Cheese Slice when the director says, places everyone. Oh, cheese is good, and it's a wholesome thing, Mr. Williams. If you say so. Speaking of good and wholesome, has my wife Claudine arrived yet? We're supposed to sing a duet tonight, you know? No, Mr. Williams. I haven't seen her. But if I do, should I give her a message? Just tell her I'll be in my dressing room waiting to get it on with her. Mr. Williams! <laughs> As in singing a duet. Gosh darn, kid, get your mud out of the gutter. Your, your mind out of the gutter, too. <laughs> this is uh, a Christmas special. We're not doing a Marvin Gaye sing-along. Sorry, Mr. Williams. <clears throat> I'll see you on stage in... Oh, well, now it's five minutes. See you in a few, kid. A sweet kid. Sweet like a candy cane. A candy cane plucked right from the Christmas morning stocking. And then, well, there's a Christmas song in there somewhere, but better not try writing it for a couple more decades. Speaking of songs, I should be rehearsing. <clears throat> it's the most wonderful time of the year with the kids jingle belling and everyone telling you be a good cheer. It's the most. It's the, it's the most, it's the most bothersome time of the year. That's Claudine. Well, you know what to do. You don't have to knock, honey. And if it's anyone else, well, just go away. I said don't knock. <laughs> Sorry, Mr. Williams, but this concerns your wife, Claudine, and it also concerns you. And who might you be? Jolly Tumble, private investigator at your service. I mean, you didn't hire me, but I'm here at your service nonetheless. Jolly Tumble? Odd name. You don't look very jolly. Perpetual scowls run my family. Haven't smiled since I was three months old. A private detective, huh? Wait a minute, is Claudine okay? She wasn't kidnapped, was she? No, something much worse, at least for your perspective. Something worse? You mean like she got lost in the woods trying to deliver a picnic basket of goodies to the grandmother or something that got gobbled up by a wolf? That's Little Red Riding Hood. Uh, no, Mr. Williams, your wife has been stepping out. Dancing? She does like the tango. I bet she does, but no. Uh, how should I say this? Um, She's been getting a little on the side. Yeah, you mean like at a restaurant when she asked for French dressing on the side. I always thought it was odd, but... Certainly not criminal. Um, uh, hiking the Appalachian Trail? You already said she wasn't in the woods getting eaten by a wolf. Going to Argentina, side-banging, splooging and snoozing. <laughs> Having a orgasm. Should I go on, sir? Wait, wait a minute. Are, are you saying she's two-timing me? Bingo! With the bingo parlor? Oh, come on, how can I compete with that? No, not at the bingo parlor, sir. With your bingo. inside this unmarked brown envelope if you'd like to see them. No, 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 no! What am I supposed to do now? Cl 
o'clock, Lonnie, when I was supposed to sing a duet to open the show. That's probably the least of your worries, sir. I'd get a good lawyer if I were you. What? A lawyer who can sing and look like Claudine? <laughs> that might solve my immediate dilemma, but it's doing nothing for the long term. You're only ten seconds, Mr. Williams. Oh my god, ten seconds. I can't do this. I'm a nervous wreck. What? The show's gotta go on. That's what that's what they say, right? I, I gotta go on. It's the 1975 Andy Williams Christmas Special. Starring Andy Williams. Featuring his wife, Claudine Langer, the Osmond Brothers, Cliff Wilson, the King Sisters, and special guest appearance by Bing Crosby. Hey, wait a minute. I, I didn't invite Bing. Who the hell invited Bing? Why didn't someone tell me Bing was going to be on the show? Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Andy Williams and Claudine Langer. Hey, thank you. Thank you, and Merry Christmas, everyone. <clears throat> uh, this is a special song, a favorite of mine and Claudine's, and, and she'll be joining me any second now to sing it for you. So I'm just going to start, and by the time I get to the second verse, well, she'll be joining in, hopefully. Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens, bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens, brown paper packages that private investigators bring. These are a few of my least favorite things. Where the hell are you, Claudine, bitch? First you cheat on me, and now you stand me up on national television? Just sing, Andy, sing! Oh, sure, sure, you want me to sing, I'll, I'll, I'll sing. <laughs> Cream-colored panties and crisp dollar bills, doorbells and secret knocks and tiny bird control pills. <laughs> oh, wild geese or wild turkey poured in a glass. These are the ways to tap Claudine's fat ass. <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing? This is a family show. All right, all right. I, I'm trying here, okay? Bear, bear with me. Girls in white dresses, right, wipe my ass. And blue fuzzy balls on the Christmas tree, okay? <laughs> Snowflakes that melt into nothing at all. Silver white crooners with the First name of Bing. These are the few of my least favorite things. Bing? Yeah, Bing, Bing Crosby. Bing, Bing, Andy is out there drowning. Can you help us out and fill in for Claudine? Oh, fill in Claudine? Uh, I just did that last night. I'll gladly fill her in again. Fill in, not fill her in. Substitute for her. Oh, oh, right. Uh, just let me put down my glass of Minute Maid orange juice, and then I'll lend a voice. <coughs> Move over, Andy. Derbingo is ready to sing No, I, I don't want to sing with Move you, Bing. When the dog bites. More like when the bastard fucks my wife. When the beast <laughs> You should keep your stinger in your pants. When I'm feeling sad. Oh, you're feeling sad. Like my dad used to say, I'll give you something to feel sad about. I simply remember my favorite Least things. favorite things. Least favorite things. And then I don't feel. I feel so, so bad. <laughs> well, good night, everyone. That's our show. And when the screen goes black, it's not the outer limits taking over your TV. It's me kicking Der Bingle's ass. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.
If you've been ho-ho-hoping for a hilarious new show to watch this holiday season, all boys' polls are pointing north. Get ready to have your Christmas stockings knocked off. It's time for Famous North Pole Pranks. Brought to you by Barford Brothers, makers of the hottest new toy of the year, the Ivanka Trump Talking Barbie, featuring 10 <laughs> sagely sayings, including, in business as in life, nothing is ever handed to you. <laughs> including an exclusive laugh track. Now, on to our first episode of Famous North Pole Pranks. Now, Jasher. <laughs> now, Dancer. Prancer and Vixen. Oh, uh, ho, ho, ho. Very funny. Who's the wise guy who replaced my reindeer with fainting goats? Bernie? <laughs> Mrs. Claus? Oh, okay. Camera's fucking off. I'm getting too over this shit. Tune in next week for another installment of Famous North Pole Pranks, brought to you by Barford Brothers Toys, makers of the new Ivanka Trump Talking Barbie. Now available with the spacious Mar-a-Lago Castle. <laughs> All Trump line dolls and accessories manufactured exclusively in China. <laughs> Scurrying 
along the back lanes to collect enough coal for all the stockings in the household. The time of year where we gather with anticipation and a bit of heartburn with all the friends and family members we've been avoiding since last Christmas. Have you ever planned an elaborate Christmas meal for your family and friends? Spent hours shopping and cooking and preparing said meal, only to have your mother-in-law show up five hours early in the wee hours of the morning? I have. And have you ever found this so stressful that you shoved that roast into the oven early, set the timer for four hours, and took a bottle of bubbly to the third floor where you drank the whole thing, then lay down on the floor in a puddle of sunshine with your ten-year-old cat and took a nap? <laughs> I have. Did I mention it was 9 a.m.? <laughs> have you ever woken up from a four-hour-long nap on Christmas Day, descended the stairs just as the oven timer dinged, and realized that no one noticed you were gone? Yeah, I have. And now the holidays are approaching again. Some of us love it and some of us dread it. It never goes as planned and most families are messy, so try to find some humor in it. And if it all gets too much for you, remember what my Aunt Gladys used to say, hey, that lampshade will look great on your head. <laughs> so Merry Christmas from me, Ruth Papa, Out About America. Sex swing 
with the optional furry stirrups. They have no worries about possible structural failure. That's the kind of trust you need when you're letting it all hang out. Hey, wow. Hey, does it only come in that shiny black? Under Amore comes in a rainbow of colors to suit any mood and appetite. And now available for the holidays, you can get the Sexual Circus 6900 Sex Swing in festive holiday colors. Just imagine our favorite fatty, good old Santa and his mistress, getting the most out of this North Pole in decorative, durable comfort. Indeed it would, Susie. And you could have it sent directly to your family and friends in appropriate gift wrapping or plain unmarked packaging. Your call. Just go to underamore.com to see the full online catalog of clothing and equipment that'll keep you crying out for more. And if you order in the next 10 minutes, Under Amore will throw in a set of their festive holiday Benoit balls that will look great hanging from the tree on Christmas morning, then sliding up your ass on Christmas night. That's underamore.cum. Happy holidays. Chances are you've never heard of them. There's an even better chance they're not true. It's time for Forgotten Facts in Rock and Roll History. Tonight, Millie Vanilli Dilly. Okay, like, uh, before we start the interview, uh, can you promise no talking about the lip syncing completely off limits? But that's what everyone remembers when the name Millie Vanilli is mentioned. Really? I always remember the hair. Fab and Rob had fantastic heads of hair. And, and they were real, you know? No wigs. Remember those two? All real? <laughs> Funny you should choose those two words. But you're saying initially you were actually part of the group. <coughs> really? Yeah. Yeah, I was. And so the band's name would have been Millie Vanilli Dill. Yeah, it just drips <laughs> off the tongue like, you know, shit. Oh, nice. I volunteered for this interview. Oh, oh, actually, you called my producer, and she said you sounded desperate. Desperate to get the truth out. Oh, and your truth is your manager, Frank Farian, booted you from the band because you could actually sing. You were the only one who could actually sing. Well, it's a given fact that Fab and Rob couldn't carry a tune if you packed it in a suitcase for them. Well, then why didn't your manager just find another person who could sing and pair you up with them? Probably because Fab and Rob were such handsome men, very photogenic. That doesn't explain why your manager just didn't have you lip sync. Please, say sham serenading or counterfeit crooning. Those are better? Okay. You could have danced around and crooned counterfeitly with Fab and Rob. Don't, don't be ridiculous. People would have known I was the true singer. <laughs> How's that? By the way, the sham serenader's lips were pursed or unpursed, on certain syllables. Here, I'll show you. We're on the radio. And I'm not gonna show you anything. You see? You see what I mean? This is unreal. Be nice, huh? It's 
I'll, I'll tell you what's not nice, doing a rock and roll story about Millie Vanilli. Can we just wrap this up? Chances are you've never heard of them. There's an even better chance they're not true. You've been listening to Forgotten Facts in Rock and Roll History. <laughs>
matters. Whether you think the weather matters or not. Whether you're headed outside or staying in. Whether the storm or lack of storms with us. Time for tonight's doppelganger weather forecast. Here for the first time together on live TV, our Action News 15 meteorologists, Bill and Gil Terry. If you can take a look at our weather map. Yeah, of course I can take a look. What am I, blind? No, I didn't say that. Uh, hey, wait a minute. You look really familiar to me, Gil. Have we met before? I look familiar because I look exactly like you, you ass. I'm your doppelganger. It would be more inclined to call you my twin, and by the size of that crossbow you're wielding, maybe even my evil twin. Relax, dude. This here bow is for helping us to predict the weather. As in, watch this. I shot an arrow rigged with varying barometric instruments and wind measuring devices into the air, and whenever it comes down, it'll help me to prepare. Forecast the weather by myself, I guess. Sorry, Bill. <laughs> That's okay. I'd say there's a 99% chance of me being rushed to the hospital right now if I had like the recovery. Gil, if you want to do the weather report by yourself, why didn't you just say so? Because it's the doppelganger weather forecast. And if you and me, we're doppelgangers. Speak of recovery, my compadre, or else I'm out of a job. Viewers, this is Gil Terry. Sing up, summing up your weather in just two words. Fucking peachy. Peachy. Oh. talent, you got one. For a limited 
time only. Taxes and fees may apply. Hey, why, if it isn't Mr. Woody Woodhouse, the Woodster. I used to listen to your show all the time. Come in, come in. Have a seat next to your partner in crime. <laughs> I don't like any talk of crime or breaking the law or any of that legal mishmash mumbo jumbo. Makes me kind of cringe. What is this? What happened to. <clears throat> For one day only, an exclusive area performance. I mean, I thought I was going to be on the, the solo talent today. What gives? What gives? Dude, come on. Everyone knows the answer to that. <laughs> the gift that keeps on giving. A big old can of cannabis. Not that comes in a can. Um, or maybe it does. Just like the ring of it. Can of cannabis. Woody? Please get acquainted with your recording partner for the afternoon, Clyde Smootherstein. Hey, Woody, you could just call me plain smooth. How about I just uh, call now for a special insult offer? As in, you're a freaking pothead, aren't you? <laughs> Miss Jonas, you hired a pothead to be in the recording studio with me. Hey, 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 hey. That's really a misnomerization, man. You know, pothead. I mean, cannabis does so many good things for other parts of the body, too. Not just your head. Like, like take a hit, I can feel it in my back and my shoulders. Another hit, it hits my heart, practically putting it to sleep. Then another hit, and... Yeah, maybe it hits you in the ass. Uh, Hurry, act now. Unlimited supply of ass whoopings available. <laughs> Miss Jonas, tell me this isn't so. Sorry, Woodman, but I need a special mix of talents for this radio commercial. And that's why you're here and also why Mr. Smoogerstein is here. Oh, and what exactly is the product we're pitching to our local listening area today? Oh, pot. Marijuana, or as Clyde here said, a can of cannabis. You put simply, the local legalized marijuana dispensary can of cannabis wants to advertise on the radio. And they've asked for a hard sell in your face kick-ass spot. And uh, Clyde just oozes hard sell and kick-ass from his every pore. Come on. Hey, it's what the client wants and nothing Yeah, yeah, yeah. The client is always right, but I... Well, just give it a try, Woodman. You'll see that I'm attempting my own unique spin on the whole used car concept. So... Here are your scripts. Hey, hey, like, my script has, like, orange marks all over it. Like, did somebody spill, like, orange marmalade or maybe spilled your orange Julius on it or something? Aren't you glad you hired Clyde to do a voiceover work? <laughs> <laughs> hey, this dude has a wacky sense of humor. Maybe he's been smoking a wacky weed. No. <laughs> or maybe you'd like to smoke some. Can of Cannabis gave us some free samples, you know, for proper movies. That's not even a word. I could have swore I saw it in a dictionary once. Big cursive letters. You mean hands scribbled in the margins? Wow, you must use the same dictionary as me. How cool is that? Can we just stop? Yes, yes, gentlemen. Let's settle down into our first take. <coughs> those orange markings are just your lines highlighted. Cool, like magic. <laughs> Woodman, okay, you have the first line, and then Clyde takes the second, and so forth, back and forth, and back and forth, and back and forth, just like that. You Did you reach like the end? The, you yeah. mean like to the end? Yes, something you mean like, like my God, the end of the world? It's <laughs> going to end if you don't shut up. <laughs> okay, here we go. <clears throat> Can 
Man of Cannabis is having a huge... Buy one little can, or heck, get a big jumbo-sized can of cannabis and get one free sale. This is your lucky day. Before you float on the galactic ferry with some sweet space fairy? What, what the hell does that even mean? Dude, it's an Indinka dominant hybrid. A supernova explosion of strawberry sweetness that hits the tongue like a meeting shower. And then kaboom! Dark purple visions with echoes of green and yellow, my friend. Okay. <clears throat> right now at Can of Cannabis, all brands, all potency levels. Buy one, get one. And be sure to try our product of the month. Hummingbird Nectar. Hey, radio listeners. I'm lighting some up right now. Wow. Like, hey, man. I can actually see some little hummingbirds flitting around here. Flitting. Here goes one flitting. Oh, boy. This is awesome. Miss <laughs> Jonas, I really don't think this is going to work. There goes another yes, yes, I'm afraid you're right, Woodman. Wow. Hey, yeah. hey, hey, let, let's go look for some of them hummingbirds. Uh, I see them over here, they're flitting all around my head, man.
Tired of hearing the words? You don't have a nose for these things? Do you like wearing sunglasses but can't because they slide down to your chin? Charge! Charge! In the nose and nostril world, the rhinoplasty kings. They put the rhino in rhinoplasty. Yes, with the kind of proboscis that will be the envy of any animal kingdom, even yours. Nose and nostril world, the rhinoplasty kings. <laughs> don't just know noses, they know long, huge rhino-sized noses. And they can give you the kind of Gerard Depardieu-sized appendage you <laughs> wish you could have been born with. Runners and frustrated track and field stars, are you sick and tired of losing races? By a nose? Charge! Into nose and nostril world, the rhinoplasty kings. Once they get through with you, you'll win every race. And if someone still ends up being faster than you, Impale them on your rhino-sized horn. Businessmen, the does the boss accuse you of not working hard enough? Charge! In the nose and nostril world, the rhinoplasty kings. <laughs> we've got noses in assorted shades of brown, so you'll always look like you've been sucking up to someone. And if you have one of those just say fuck it, I don't feel like working days, poke a hole in the water cooler and take a much-deserved nap while everyone's attention is diverted by the mess. Students, spending way too much time with your nose buried in a book? Charge! In the nose and nostril world, the rhinoplasty kings. Once they're through with you, you can even tell your teacher your nose is too big for books. Yeah, even more in peace. <laughs> and this prissy English teacher still gets in your face? Well, just bring her an apple. How sweet is that? And then smash it with your rhino-sized nose. <laughs> Men having trouble in the bedroom? Come on, you knew we were going to go there, right? Charge! In the nose and nostril world, the rhinoplasty kings. Once they're through with you, at least it'll be some part of your body that's long and hard. And ladies, it'll stay hard 24-7, even while he's asleep. For a limited time, buy one rhino-sized nose job, get a second of equal or lesser size for half price. But why would anyone need a second nose, Steve? Well, some of our noses are so big, like the Barbara Streisand special, it's like having two noses. Charge! Into nose and nostril world, the rhinoplasty kings, and start putting your nose into other people's business from across the room today. Don't snooze, or the middle of your face is gonna lose. Once these noses are gone, they're gone. Well, uh, actually, we'll just buy more silly putty and make more. Nose and nostril world, the rhinoplasty kings. They put the rhino in rhinoplasty. Charge! <laughs> from a faraway land up north, where almost everything is white. No, not the North Pole. It's called Vermont. <laughs> yes, it's very white there. He doesn't have a long white beard, but by the way he talks, you think he has a few wild hairs sprouting on his mm, chin. He might not visit your home and deliver presents once a year in a sleigh pulled by reindeer, but every four years he hops onto a chartered plane and crisscrosses the United States with pledges of health care to all and to all a good night on his lips. He's Bernie Sanders Claus, Democratic Socialist candidate for president. Someone's gotta be home. I can see the coal burning stove in the living room. Renewable fuels, people. Let me tell you, fossil fuels aren't gonna be around forever. Hello! 
Come on and have bowl and mostly and, and mostly frozen out here.
If your Peroni's disease has unexpectedly and inexplicably progressed to the annoying herbaceous blooming stage, otherwise known as peonies disease, you know that a class action suit brought by men just like you who have flowering penises may bring you the financial relief you've been seeking. Peony's disease, otherwise known as pink petal penis syndrome, is a rare condition that has been linked directly to the use of such drugs as collagenines, parabamil, or interferon. Commonly prescribed in the treatment of Peroni's disease, a painful condition brought on by excessive and or violent whacking of the weasel, spanking the monkey, and bopping the balloon. If you recently sought treatment for your abnormally curved penis and were prescribed collagenase, verapamil, or interferon as an alternative to non-medicinal treatments, such as hammer and anvil straightening, extreme knot tying and untying, and partial or full castration. <laughs> and you have experienced symptoms such as a strong, lemony, or spicy fragrance before and after intercourse. Grayish-colored, mushy, botrytis blight fungus spots up and down the shaft of your dick. <laughs> or an overabundance of tiny, nectar-seeking ants to crotch and underpants. And you could very well have peonies disease and may feel compelled to seek severe medical intervention. Which could possibly include the use of a garden shears and a tall face <laughs> Yes, we repeat, don't go that route. Unless you hate your penis and won't miss all the pleasure it has given you. Call Richardson, Richards, and Ricks, the three dicks instead. or interferon. Or heck, even more importantly, miracle Grow Bloom Booster Flower. <laughs> Don't ask us why, because we're just the announcers. But if you have been treated with any or all of the above, and your side effects have included the growth of a beautiful but quite annoying pink flower on the head of your dick. You may now have peonies disease. And could be entitled to compensation. Call the three dicks right now at 1-800-3-DICK-2-U. That's 1-800-3 as in three money-hungry attorneys Dick has in their name and what they're going to do to you. <laughs> Spiritualists. They held a seance in the secret basement of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And now, hold on to your earplugs, it's dead rock stars singing Christmas classics. Time to follow the searchlights to something sweet with Phil Lynott of Thin Lizzy. <laughs> Slashing prices everywhere. Tonight there's gonna be a fruitcake. Sliced up in this city. 
citron tastes shitty. <laughs> Don't you show that fruitcake no pity. I know what's best for you. I've got an expensive education. My friends, they all like me, or they wouldn't be my friends. I preach to the choir, baby. And what it all comes down to is that everything's gonna be mine, mine, mine. <laughs> Cause I've got one hand in your pocket And the other one is giving out free college <laughs> I believe in equality Through taking all your stuff I'm tired of having to work, yeah I care, but I'm careless I'm here, but I should be gone the world ends in 12 years anyway, and what it all comes down to is that everything's gonna be quite alright for me, cause I've got one hand in your pocket and the other one is holding a magic key. <laughs> Just my, my, my. 
first half, folks. Take a uh, body break, take a beer break, <coughs> come back for more fun. About uh, 15 minutes, 12 minutes, 15 minutes, something like that. Okay, hurry back. Didn't ask for much for Christmas. Sent a letter to Saint Nick. Said I could do without a present. In return, don't make me sick. I've waited for this day all year. Shop for gifts so far and near. But now I feel so Trying to put 
more coal in the fireplace. Is that right? I thought, coal? Oh, 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 me? Oh, why would I do that? It's going to be a tropical in here, Scrooge and Marley's. Oh, I wish we had the warming part of global warming. Oh, stop. No such thing. Not a global or a warming. All a hoax. Are you working uh, for the Chinese squeaky mouse? So sad. Uh, so, should I be burning coal or not then, sir? Of course. Gotta keep the coal miners working. Never ever gonna get their jobs back, but I'll tell them they're working at least. Just wash the coal off before you burn it. Gotta do that clean coal thing. Uh, okay, Mr. Uh, what do I call you? Uh, my commander is good. <laughs> now Squeaky Mouse is laughing. So annoying. What's so funny, Squeaky Mouse? Oh, we already have a famous Donald in the cast. <laughs> now we have two. Oh, what a riot. Stop doing stand-up, Squeaky Mouse. Well, uh, what, what I was going to say, uh, Mr. Donald, is, well, tomorrow is Christmas Day, and, and I really thought it would be okay if maybe... So, yeah, I... you want to donate your day's wages to the Donald J. Trump Love a Narcissist Foundation. <laughs> uh, no, but, but I'd like to take the whole day off. And I'd like to fuck a super hot model who barely understands English, who understands the power of fame and fortune. So that's why she's willing to suck my tiny dick. Oh wait, been there, done that. And not not the tiny dick part because well, look at these hands, right? Right? And, and yes, animation makes everything look smaller. Uh, okay, fine. Take the day off, but never come back. Oh, uh, you're you're supposed to say come back the next day all the earlier. It's tearing the script. Well, I'm in charge now, and I'm removing all of Obama's regulations from the script. Next. Next. Next what? Next scene, next character, next chance to say words like huge and great and build a wall. Much easier to build walls in cartoons. The artist can draw one. Now, so simple. So simple. Uh, okay. Here comes the next character, then. <laughs> and a very Christmas to you, Mr. Fred. Master Fred? Not gonna call anyone or master, especially not a duck. Why don't you go float on a pond somewhere or or on a platter in Peking? Uh, yeah, I'll call you Peking. Peking duck. Makes my mouth water. Oh, that's not very nice, Mr. Donald. Nice. If you want nice, work in a Disney movie. Oh, wait, this is a Disney movie. Never mind. Okay, listen up, Peking. Squeaky Mouse, I thought you said his name was Donald. Oh, that's his real name. His character's name is Fred. All, all this character stuff is getting confusing. So the great, so as the greatest president in America today... Oh, uh, isn't there only one president? Shut your mousy-sized squeak hole. As president and former reality TV star, I've got some good news and bad news for you, Peking Duck. Which one do you want first? I think he said good news. Well, very well. Your ratings suck, Duck. Hey, that rhymes. The Donald is a poet now. Gonna have to work on my chat book. Your ratings suck. People don't understand a damn word you say. Plus, there's only room for one Donald in this movie. So, P. King, you're fired. Oh, you can't do that, Mr. Donald. He has contracts. Why do I sound like Mr. Bill? <laughs> Contracts were meant to be broken, like NAFTA, uh, Paris Climate Accord, or 
or that Iranian deal, and especially prenuptial agreements. Rogan, easy to rip up, believe me, so easy. <laughs> You got a real potty mouth, Peking. I might have to ban all future ducks from coming into this movie set or into this country. And I guess he didn't want to hear the bad news. Oh, I'd like to hear it, Mr. Donald, so I can finish writing my whistleblower report before I go to the press. The press? Losers. Such losers. So sad. Okay, you want the bad news? The bad news is, or was, considering Peking Duck has left the building, it's actually good news. I, Donald J. Trump, have been hired by me to play every single part in this part. It's a cartoon, Mr. Donald, for children. Children? So horrifying to kids. When I was a kid, I was a holy terror. Heck, one time I donated blood just so I could buy a couple of stocks and bonds. But donating blood is a good thing. Sure it is, but it was my dog's blood. A Siberian Husky. And before you say... Why would you do that? Can't get much blood donation from a pooch? I drained it all, every drop. Where's your dog, Mickey? His name's Pluto. You, you stay the fuck away from my dog! <laughs> <laughs> what a hoot. Got squeaky mouse to use the F-bomb. Fucking A right! <laughs> okay, now, where was I? Oh, right, the Donald is getting... Uh, is going at, at this alone. I can fix this broken animated movie all by myself. It's what I do. I do things. Just learned everything I need to know about making a movie in like 30 seconds. This is going to be great. That bald-headed brick, Patrick Stewart, I call him Q-Ball Stewart. He played every part in A Christmas Carol on Broadway once. I know I can do better. That's, let's get started. But first, I need a Coke. Which red button do I push to get the butler? Uh, eeny, meeny, miny. Thank you for listening to Mickey's, I mean, Donald's A Christmas Carol. Brought to you by Timex, makers of the new Doomsday wristwatch. Because you want to know how close we are to the end of the world, wherever you go. <laughs> schizophrenic weather forecast. No, no, not again. It's not nice to call your doppelgangers 
a schizophrenic. Oh, Christ, I did it again. Why do I have to be the evil twin all the time? Viewers, this is Gil Terry summing up your weather in just two words. Fucking peachy. Creekside Inn. <laughs> 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 it's 
spiritualists, and they held a seance in the secret basement of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Now, hold on to your earplugs. It's Dead Rock Stars singing Christmas classics. Time to get all white Christmassy with Jimi Hendrix. <laughs> Okay, okay, I totally get what you're saying. Yeah, for sure. 
But I do not want my climaxes to change. It like took me a really long time to get into sex, and I finally found my clitoris. I got orgasms that last for like 35, 40 minutes. Like no changes for me, please, for sure. I look like, did you mean for sure? No, I meant my BFF Shirley. She totally found her clit the same time I did. Oh, Won't want climax change either. Right, right. Well, and I told my boyfriend, Daryl, to skip right past my G-spot and work on my H-I-J-K-L-N-N spot. Yes. So I might as well hop on the no climax change bandwagon, too. Did you mean bandwagon? No. <laughs> All right, so just to play devil's food advocate here. So, like, what if, what if controlling your orgasm, or in other words, climax control, you could double or even triple the duration of your climax? Oh my god. Yeah, I mean, totally, if my heart could take that. Wait, does this mean I'm for or against climax change? I think it means we're both in favor of controlling our sexual satiation. That's what I think. I think. Though I'm not sure about that word satiation. I just kind of like the way it sounds. Um, so, why don't we take a few questions from our audience? We have an audience? <laughs> well, pinch my left hit. Ah, okay. Did not mean that literally. Okay, would you have an audience? Sir, what is your question? Um, this town hall meeting is supposed to be about climate change and climate control, but, you know, um... Could you, could you phrase that as an actual question, sir? Yeah, yeah. You could not be totally vague than wag. Yeah, sure. Oh my god, that rhymes. <laughs> Oh my god, like you wag your towel like a friendly puppy with nothing to say because, you know, dogs can't really talk. <laughs> no, I heard a dog talk once on YouTube. Oh my gosh, it was so realistic, like Darwin's revolution happening live on video. Okay, listen, first of all, it's evolution. Darwin's evolution and a video isn't live. Uh, you, sir, still have not asked a question. Yeah. And time is totally running out. TikTok, yes. Kid you, this right type is running out. We're all going to pay the price. The world is going to pay a price if, if we don't all change our habits and start living the way Mother Nature intended for us to live. Finally! That's exactly what I thought the two of you would be talking about tonight. We have to all take control. Of our climaxes yes. and make them last for as long as possible. Oh my god, I'm totally with you, sister. I could go for a big orange right now. Yes, How about you? I'm in. You've been listening to a special live town hall on climax change. I mean, climate change. I'm not sure what I mean anymore. We now return to our regularly scheduled MSNBC programming. Introducing Mar-a-Lago Ivanka. 
She's super spoiled, ultra white skinned, and oh so fashionable. I love my Mar-a-Lago Ivanka mommy, even if she doesn't look like me or any of my friends. Oh, I'm gonna fix her hair! No, stop. Only my personal hairdresser gets to do that. That's right. Mar-a-Lago Ivanka also talks. And is loaded, of course, with piles of tiny thousand-dollar bills, but also dozens of actual Ivanka voice recordings, including this one. I love to garden. Jared, where's Manuel the gardener today? How about this one? Some of the best photos of my kids were taken by the nanny. And don't forget this gem. Always try to get the other party to say more than you by pausing after making a point like I am pausing now. Go ahead and speak. Go ahead. I have nothing to say. 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 And parents, don't forget, Mar-a-Lago Ivanka will need a house to live in. Mar-a-Lago Ivanka That's right. And why shouldn't it be? Our exact replica of the 126-room Mar-a-Lago Resort is probably too big for Becky's bedroom, or even your living room. So you may have to assemble it in your backyard, and then disassemble it every time it rains. Mar-a-Lago Ivanka, Jared, Donald Jr., Eric, and Tiffany, the bougie set. Dolls and all accessories sold separately, because they're super expensive, and you can only afford one at a time, if at all. We hired a team of spiritualists. They held a seance in the secret basement of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And now, hold on to your earplugs. It's dead rock star singing Christmas classics. Time to lament childhood innocence with Dolores O'Riordan of the Cranberries. <laughs> Yeah. 
there's even a better chance they're not true. It's time for Forgotten Facts in Rock and Roll History. Tonight, I was a teenage tragedy song. I think so. Yeah, yeah, right, right here. Here, here's a box. Uh, are you, are you bothered by allergies? No, no. I've been crying for about the past sixty years. Uh, <coughs> sorry, I can't help myself. The entire first chapter of my book is dedicated to those tears. Right. Um, listeners, the book just mentioned by our guest is. I was a teenage tragedy song by Darlene Madeline. Yeah, that's me. Okay. And before we go any further, can you elaborate a little more about what a teenage tragedy song is? Yeah, okay. It's a style of music. It's very sad music. Uh, lamentations about teenagers dying and to put quite simply, often in tragic ways, <laughs> sung from the viewpoint of the deceased person's sweetheart, usually, but not all the time. Okay, okay. And we're, we're talking about songs from what, the, the late 50s, early 60s? Yeah. <laughs> they, they would have continued in popularity if not for the goddamn British invasion. Yeah, sure. Paul and John, like, taken up in the mantle and written a teen tragedy song instead of, you know, him and dance. <laughs> we probably still see death discs on the record charts. Death discs? Yeah. Splatter platters, final vinyls, rest in packs wax. Rest in packs? Oh, oh, I, oh, yeah, rest in peace. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's why I preferred the word packs instead of peace. So I don't have to say that phrase. Rest in peace? Jeez. <laughs> oh, sorry. Sorry, darling. Okay. Now, now back to your book. Ooh. Right from the get-go, starting with your book's title, the claim is made that you were the inspiration for some of the teen tragedy songs. Is that right? Not entirely. Well, I didn't think so. Because <laughs> that doesn't seem possible. Not the inspiration for some of the teen tragedy songs. Most of them. Seriously? You want to look and sound serious to you? Okay, of course. Of course you do. But, well, that would mean... Okay. Take the song, Last Kiss. Oh, God! <laughs> where, where can my baby be? Lord, take care of me. <laughs> He's going to have it! Look at him! Okay, okay, okay. That's, that's the one I was thinking about. Okay, how about um, the song, Ebony Eyes? No!
Scientific research bears out that carbon emissions and the use of fossil fuels have been irrefutably linked to global warming and climate change. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And now let's hear from the opposing side. Little Donnie Trump will start the team off. Wrong. All wrong. Wrong. It's fake. Fake news. Believe me, there's no climate change. Only warmer weather, which is good. Warm weather, more golf. Am I right? Am I right? I'm right. <laughs> what do we need ice for anyway, unless it's at a bar? I don't drink, never have. But at a bar, where all the chicks hang out, <laughs> those chicks, gotta love them. They can't resist me, I just walk by. They want me to kiss them. I get the message through telepathy with my long fingers. <laughs> I would give it all, I would sacrifice 
with Prince. <laughs> <laughs>
You belong in another room. Aren't you a kitchen bookend? Don't you usually hold up cookbooks or take out menus or, or something? Why don't you just go back in there where you came from? I hear the kitchen calling. Enough of your insults. Maybe I will go. <laughs> you didn't have to turn out quite like a plan. <laughs> what if Donald Trump was a bookend? <laughs> I just finished downloading the free bootleg copy with my and my virtual reality goggles came special delivery yesterday. Yeah, got my goggles too, man. I hear that the graphics are more virtual and of higher reality than ever. Same, dude. And the women are so hot. My bud Kevin McDevitt, remember him? Yeah, yeah, I know Kevin. Well, he played with Virtual Cougar last weekend and hasn't been heard from him since. Probably still playing it as in nonstop hookups with experienced older babes. Oh, That's awesome. Always dreamed of doing it with, with a cougar. How about you? Damn straight, dude. You and me, bud. We're going to pull a cougar threesome. How about it? I'm getting a woody just thinking about it, man. Goggles on, dude. Goggles on. Playtime. Welcome to Virtual Cougar. Before we begin, have you read all the rules, regulations, and disclaimers? Wow. This chick has a really sexy voice. How about it? Uh, I haven't read any of that crap. Name of you? Nope, this is a bootleg copy, remember? No paperwork. It's just press, play, and begin. Ooh, looks like someone is raring to go. <laughs> Before we begin, let's choose your personal cougar. Yeah, blonde. Yeah, she's gotta be blonde, right, Dick? Sorry, blonde is not a current option. Will Tawny suffice? Tawny? <laughs> yeah, like Tawny Katrina in that music video? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so here I go again on my own. <laughs> Level selected. Number of players? Two, but three counting you, sexy lady. Mm -hmm. uh, Game loading. Gentlemen, get ready for the okay. hunt. Okay. Huh? <laughs> hunt? What? Did, did she just say hunt? Yeah, we're, we're hunting for Boote! <laughs> just, just, just hope she doesn't play too hard to get. Yeah. Wow! Whoa! Dude, what the fuck was that? It's a real fucking cougar! I mean, for real! Yeah, with a big fucking tail and big 
fucking tea? I thought we asked for regular tea. And I thought we asked for a woman and not a fucking cat. Wow. Holy mother of God, it's stalking us. That's what she meant by the hunt. Computer, we need some kind of protection. Sorry, no armor or weapons were selected. You must now fight with bare hands. Bare hands? We're bare all over. What are we going to do? Fight her off my wing. Engaging penile fighting mode now. Prepare to say on guard. I repeat, do not play virtual cougar. After a week of being on the hunt, I barely escaped with my life or my wang. Oh, fuck, or I thought I escaped. I gotta run. Julia Tilly, felt the only way to, to actually convey this to the audience, for you to believe it, was to hold on to your wigs and keys here, tell you this story, opera style. So if you indulge us just a little bit longer, for the sake of hardworking journalists and librettists everywhere, we now bring you the warm, two-hearted opera, Plushophilia, a Pinellas Park production. Cody Meter. Do you want to hump a snowman? <laughs> this voice is just your inner self. Let's go down to the Target store and grab an all off of the shelf. You don't have to wait until we get home. The aisles are nice and wide. Do you want to hump a snowman? Let's go try. Yes, I want to hump a snowman I never thought of it before I used to only hump stuffed unicorns But lately, they've become a bore Let's go to the Target store Ogunov is just inside Don't you want to hump a snowman? Yes, I want to hump a snowman. <laughs> Please don't violate that snowman. <laughs> he did not do anything to you. I'm the target security. I'll have to turn you in, and then I'll put you in the shoe. <laughs> Objective files in the target aisles. <laughs> it just makes me feel sick. You want to help a snowman? Yeah, I want to help a snowman. That's just sick. Yes, I want to help a snowman. I've been like this since I was young. 
I always knew stuffed animals would be a lot more fun. Let's go to another mall. There are lots more stores to try. You still want to hump a snowman? Let's go try. <laughs> Thanks, folks. That's our show tonight. Thank you very much for coming out. We had uh, two great audiences both nights. Thank you very much. Hey, everybody. Now, wasn't that last two-minute offer worth hanging on? <laughs> We debated either doing that or John's version of the Nutcracker called That Cracker's Got Nuts. <laughs> That'll be for next time. But then everybody, I want to introduce to you my Ready for Drawing Time players. These guys do a lot of hard work. Uh, I write hard words, but they bring it to life. On the end there, she sings, she cries. Kelly Iris. One of our other writers on the team, Randy Whitaker. who writes and sings and brings us props and things to eat, all sorts of things. Yeah. Guy's been with me from day one, still with me, Todd Matthews. And another one of our founding members, John Butler. guy who never takes credit for anything and does all the work. Yeah, that would be Randy Gross. Yeah. Writer, producer, director, extraordinary. I don't want to help a snowman. <laughs> Thank everybody for coming out and supporting us. Uh, we'll be back next year for Halloween and Christmas again, God willing. So have a Merry Christmas. Happy holidays, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Fun.